By now we're all aware of the damage being done to our planet due to the high rate of plastic waste. Recent studies suggest that over 8 million tons of plastic is dumped into our oceans every year, and that we're producing nearly 300 million tons of plastic each year too, half of which for single use. But one company is addressing that issue head-on, hoping to render single-use plastic bottles a thing of the past. Welcome to In the Business of Change, where we speak with social entrepreneurs impacting their communities and the world. I'm your host, Elisa Birnbaum, publisher and editor-in-chief of Sea Change Magazine. Hope you've had a chance to check out my recently published book, also titled In the Business of Change, where I profile social entrepreneurs around the world and their lessons learned. Check it out at your local bookstore, at Amazon, or on our website. And if you happen to be in New Orleans, in Toronto this coming January, I hope to see you at one of my speaking events in both those cities. For more information, head to Sea Change Magazine or subscribe to our monthly newsletter. On today's episode, we speak with Rena Nickerson, the Canadian manager of SodaStream, a company with a unique history and mission. Its line of sparkling water makers not only offer consumers with a healthier alternative to sugary, carbonated drinks, they're also helping in the fight against plastic. In this episode, Rena chats about the company's various sustainability initiatives that are finding tremendous support around the world this holiday season with the help of such unlikely eco-heroes as Rod Stewart and The Mountain. One soda stream bottle can reduce over 3,000 disposable bottles from the planet, she says, and explains a lot more about their fight against plastic waste. Rena also shares how the company's inclusive workforce is a testament to the possibilities of peaceful coexistence. Have a listen. Maybe you can give us just uh, to start off, you can give us a bit of history of SodaStream and what it, you know, what its objectives, its mission is, and and how it's achieving that. And then we can get into the specific initiatives that um, are especially around this holiday season. SodaStream sparkling water makers let people turn tap water into sparkling water at home. Um, it's actually the number one brand of sparkling water in Canada and the, around the world, believe it or not. And we actually don't sell water. We sell the bubbles, which is kind of crazy. Um, it's a 110-year-old company. It's been through many incarnations. Wow. Um, it was based in England. Um, it was, it's still based in Israel. Um, it went public, and it was right. actually recently bought by Pepsi. So when did um, so so the, this purchase by Pepsi? Some people are, are you know curious about that. Um, when will that when will that go through? When will that that finalize? It actually closed last week. Oh okay. So well, then the we deal know. is official. Okay. Um, okay. We are now owned by Pepsi. Okay. Um, and which what's really cool about it is that SodaStream's acquisition by PepsiCo serves as recognition that our environmental work is important and that we're going to continue on the path of trying to save the planet from plastic waste. Amazing. I'm actually going to get into that in a second. When did you start with the company and um, and what's your role there? I'd love to hear more about that. So I started as country manager in April 2016. Um, and I have to say that working at SodaStream is by far the most fun and the most meaningful job I've ever had. Um, my background is all in consumer packaged goods um, marketing. Yep. Um, and I've worked in a lot of very large companies like Kraft and Campbell's and Colgate. Um, but I've, I've just never enjoyed my work and felt as, as deeply fulfilled by my work as I do now. That's amazing. 
Um, and so you oversee the Canadian operations, all of them. I do. Okay. Yeah. And we're going to get to, uh, the next question is going to help uh, answer as to why you're, you're finding so much meaning in your work, right? So, yeah. um, you know, we, we, when you do hear of Soda Stream lately, you definitely get a sense of its, its current mission. And maybe this has always been its mission, but it's definitely something that we are picking up more and more of, which is, you know, this whole, um, eliminating plastic waste. Um, and SodaStream has sort of taken it upon itself to tackle that in a big way. And so I would love to hear more about, you know, how did, how did this, why did it become so important for SodaStream? What, what is the issue that we're tackling? What, what is, how bad is this plastic waste issue? And then we can get into some of the initiatives that um, SodaStream has adopted in order to tackle that. Absolutely. So tell us more. So, um, Fundamental to the premise of SodaStream, to the way the product works, is that it's a reduction um, in use of disposable bottles and cans. So we know that when people recycle, um, they're only eliminating about 15% of the hazard. Really, there's a significant carbon footprint. In fact, every piece of plastic that was ever created still exists. And the plastic bottle lives on for about 450 years um, until it finally decomposes. as a result of that, by 2050, there's actually going to be more fish than more plastic than fish in the oceans. Wow. So um, people are becoming, as you say, more and more aware of the issues around plastic and um, what they're doing to the world around us. And the time is really appropriate for us to talk more loudly about what SodaStream does for it. I've seen um, from Pew that 73 73% of Canadians say people must make major lifestyle changes to reduce the effects of climate change. And what's kind of cool about SodaStream is that it's not a major lifestyle change. All you're doing is you're making your sparkling water as opposed to lugging it from the store. So it's, it's actually a really easy lifestyle change, but every SodaStream reusable bottle replaces up to 2,000 disposable bottles. So you can have a really significant impact. And, and the cool thing is you can see it in your blue bin. Right. Just by watching what you're not taking out to the curb, you have a very um, concrete example of what you're doing in making a difference in the environment. And so how does that work exactly? So people who don't know the system and, and, and you know, just want to make sure everyone understands. how Every SodaStream machine, a sparkling water maker, comes with a reusable bottle and a carbonator. And that bottle is specially designed to withstand the carbonation process. The carbonator that comes with the machine um, can make up to 60 liters of sparkling water. Um, And then when it's done, you actually take that used cylinder to the store and you exchange it for a new one and you pay a reduction in price. You get about, depending on how much, $15 to $20 discount. So you buy a new one for about $20. Um, and then you can use that and then you bring the upload when you're finished with that one, you bring it back and exchange it again. And all those carbonators actually are sent from the stores back to us to be refilled. And so those carbonators last a very, very, very long time. Yeah. Um, they don't really have a lifespan. They're built really to withstand anything. And so it's this reused concept that's at the heart of the whole soda stream system. Obviously, you can buy more reusable bottles if you have multiple people in the family that enjoy it. You can also buy flavors if that's something that, that you're interested in doing. Um, but the, the system itself, it, it's a whole system right in a box. Very cool. Okay, great. Just to make sure everyone understands how it's, how it uses, how it's used. Um, 
And so tell us about uh, right now during the holiday season, we've definitely seen a little bit more. Uh, I've seen more promos, the really cute ads out there. What What is the specific um, initiatives that are ongoing right now? Um, I know there's a there's a sort of a, a website that is dedicated to it. Is it a specific website or is it? it yeah. Okay. So tell us more about that and, and the video. Um, I love the characters in that video. They made me laugh each time I saw them. <laughs> I'm glad you did. Um there's a broad campaign um, we're calling How To, and in the How To campaign, um, we're showing people um, what SodaStream can do for them, how it can change their lives. There's a specific activation we're doing right now for the holidays. It's actually produced by my team right here in Toronto, um, and we um, we tried to do two things at the same time, which is hard to do in a 15-second spot, um, but we can tell from the numbers that it's been very, very successful. So we're calling it Holiday Hero, um, and it shows people in a very fun and, and musical way that they can you know, save the, the environment while giving someone a gift that they'll truly appreciate. Um, and there's some great insights underneath it. Um, we know that 93% of people who get a SodaStream as a gift really enjoy it. And that's an enormous satisfaction rate. So it's really a risk-free gift. And we know that people want to make a difference, that they're trying to do more for the world. And the holidays is a time where you could end up wasting. Um, you could end up consuming a lot of things that you don't necessarily need. Mm-hmm. And so it's a great opportunity to give someone a gift that actually you know, brings purpose with it. That's great. And so, and there is a, um, another video that's, what? that, uh, I think you sent me, someone sent me a video. Yes, I sent that also. And what was that one about? So related to it, some of the same talent is in a video called It's Time for a Change. Um, actually also features the voice of Rod Stewart as a giant sea turtle. Right. Um, Which I love. If you can believe it, you have to see it to believe it. <laughs> um, and it's, it's a very fun, um, it, it's a, a way to enjoy I guess, content around a pretty serious topic, um, which is waste and that awakening, the moment people realize that the plastic bottles that they're celebrating are are really the problem around them and demanding better of the companies that are are selling that plastic to them. Um, And along with that video, we we launched a website called fightplastic.com, and we encourage people to do one of three things. They can sign a pledge to eliminate the single use of single-use bottles, um, to go reusable and stop using plastic bags, straws, cups, and bottles, um, or to make a donation that we will match to the Turtle Island Reservation Network. I love it. We actually had a really cool learning um, in our digital component. Um, we sell um, a very large proportion of our systems in right now in the holiday season, and so we do have a lot of advertising live. So we're playing around with different content, and so we actually put out um, basically the same ad with different messages. So it looked the same. One of them talked about um, reducing your impact, of reducing your use of, of plastic bottles, and the other one had a, a really great price point on a machine. Um, and I, I made a bet with my colleagues that the price point would do better. And? <laughs> and the bet's a draw. They actually performed the same. Oh. Which is amazing um, yeah. and, and frankly kind of surprising. I'm an old school marketer and I always expect that, you know, people buy what you know they can get a good deal on. But in this case, um, they're just as excited um, and as likely to click through and, and buy something if they know it'll actually make an impact on the environment. Yeah, I've been seeing that more and more, actually. So not so surprising, but uh, that's really interesting to see. And there was something else about a tattoo. Do you remember? That one? There is a part about a tattoo. What's that? True. 
Um, it's a contest, so people can go out and get a sea turtle tattoo and enter for a chance to have the cost of that tattoo reimbursed to them by the company. And there's pictures of people on the website who have had that tattoo. <laughs> and in fact, um, Thor Bjornsson, the mountain, who often acts as their spokesperson, yes. um, has. He got himself a sea turtle I tattoo. I saw it. Yeah, she's pretty. That's commitment. Yes, that's, that's that is definitely serious. commitment. And yes. I love the fact that he's actually showing up in so many of your uh, the videos and stuff because he's he's quite a character. So that's, he's wonderful. Yeah, uh, and I guess a supporter of SodaStream since he's he's been doing so much work for uh, with you guys. It's it's really nice to see. Um, so I I love the site. I love the work. I love the initiatives. What would you say about the the impact so far? We've had tremendous long-term and short-term success. So um, she's a sustainability stat, and then I'll talk a little bit more about the business. Sure. Um, our users replaced up to 164 million single-use bottles and cans over the past 12 months. But, and you're it's, talking about where? That's here or all in over? In Canada. In Canada, Just my goodness. in Canada, 164 okay. million. That's a lot. So, we know that they're making a difference. Um, from a business perspective, Canada's a really phenomenal market for the company. We were the eighth largest market in 2015, um, and now we're the fourth largest market. Um, we grew over 40% in 2016 and 2017, and this year we're on track to actually beat that growth rate. So we're one of the fastest growing markets globally, um, and our retailers are also really getting behind us. So we had front page support in um, London Drugs, Walmart, Canadian Tire, Bed Bath & Beyond, Kitchen Stuff Plus, tons of flyers. Wow. Um, and that's great to see retailers really getting behind a cause um, and a product that's clearly driving a lot of traffic to their stores. The, the carbonator that's at the heart of our system is actually the number one skew in all small domestic appliances. Um, and that includes brands like Keurig and Instant Pot and Dyson. So we have some great neighbors. And um, that one skew is still turning three and a half times faster than the next biggest skew, which is which is just kind of crazy. And that means that we have um, we have real support within the market and then also at, at store. Amazing. Amazing. What do you think accounts for that? Do you think it's just the Canadians that are, are really and like we said before, it, it was a draw in terms of whether it's a price point or the fact that, you know, people are just looking for more sustainable products, which I, I definitely see a lot of. Do, do you get a sense of what is uh, really behind this this sort of movement of sorts and the, the success. It's a combination of factors. I think the Canadian consumer is really perfect for SodaStream. And globally, we say that we look for people that are healthy, wealthy, wise, and eco-aware. Um, and Canadians tend to be. They, they understand how sparkling water is so much better for them than pop. Um, and so they're they're looking already to make a change for their own health. They understand the impact on the environment of plastic bottles. They certainly like to save money, which SodaStream can help them do. Um, it's about 35 cents for a liter of sparkling water uh, versus the brands, which can be many multiples of that. Um, and again, we have great retailer support. We have just wonderful partners that give us wonderful space, um, a lot of visibility in store and in flyer. Um, and the great thing is that as much as we've grown, when I came on the business, we had about two and a half percent household penetration, active household penetrations, tiny. It's just tiny. Now we've we've almost tripled that to about six and a half percent of consumers that are actively using the system. So amazing growth. But what's really cool is that six and a half percent is almost it's nothing. Like that still leaves you ninety three and a half percent of Canadians who are welcome to join the revolution. Welcome to join. Yes, absolutely. And it's quite a revolution. 
Um, what about future? Anything upcoming that we should know about, or any? What is the 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 vision for the future? What do you think? Um, and 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 along with that question, I I will put this out there as well. Um, we were once talking uh, earlier about the importance of of leadership in terms of defining that vision and getting everyone on board and and employees, staff, everyone, um, really uh, aligned with that vision. So so first, tell me what what the future vision is and. Uh, if there's anything else you can tell me, um, and also tell me about how leadership plays a role. Absolutely. So um, we are on a journey. We're on a sustainability journey and a growth journey, and it's six and a half percent active household penetration. It's great growth, but there is so much more to be had. So there's certainly um, expansion opportunities within our market um, and globally, and um, we're excited about the potential to continue to grow with expanded resources. Um, when it comes to leadership. Um, the best way to describe um, our CEO, Daniel Brimham, is, is the way that he describes himself, which is crazy. Um, <laughs> um, and to talk about the values that, that we hold dear as a company, they're called the five what counts factors. Um, and I think if I describe those five what counts, a lot, a lot of it will make sense in the context of the business and the cause. Um, so just to run through them, their business courage creativity, initiative and urgency, optimism and energy, and communication and transparency are one sort of a stream. Um, and I would love to go through them one by one and sure. why they make a difference. Sure. Okay, cool. So courage, business courage, is encouraging people to be bold and try new things. Um, we embrace failure and we actually share stories about initiatives that we tried that didn't work so that other people won't make our mistakes. Um, when Daniel interviewed me for my role, um, his big question that, that five people prep, pr tried to prepare me for was, what's your business, big business, your biggest business mistake ever? Um, and when I told him that my, my downfall, my biggest mistake ever was a process mistake where I, I kind of took my marketing team down a path that, that really didn't make sense and wasted people's time. He was, uh, deeply unimpressed <laughs> because I didn't even lose any money <laughs> was, his, was his language. So he wants you to try really bold things. And if you're not failing, it means you're not really trying anything crazy. Um, creativity is our second value. And that's both about the way we tell our story and the way we solve our issues. We encourage every employee to think differently and not to assume that something can't be done. Um, and we, we love when they come to us with new ideas. Um, our advertising, you can check it out on the SodaStream Canada YouTube channel, is also a great example of creativity at SodaStream. Yeah. Um, and as we talked about Holiday Hero, it's just super fun. And, and we do we do some zany things online because it could be heavy. As you talk about the environment and um, what's happening to our planet, you can get depressed really quickly. Um, but that's not going to help anyone. And so we try to focus on the next value, which is optimism and energy. Um, and f focus on what, what we can do and what people can do. And so that's why a website like Fight Plastic is all about what individual changes people can make in their lives. Um, we also have a value called initiative and urgency. Um, and as Daniel says, anyone who's ever taken a shower has an idea. It's the people who do something about it that make a difference. Right. So we actually had a week um, last January where we had a website. And everybody was welcome to put up their challenge of what they could accomplish in a week on the website. And we had 430 challenges globally. Here in Canada, we had a bingo board. And every time uh, we crossed off a line, we had a team celebration. Um, 
usually food because all good celebrations. <laughs> it has to food. have food, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just amazing. Once we said to people, let's do it in a week, what they were actually able to accomplish. Very cool. Um, and the last one I want to talk about is, is communication and transparency. We call that one soda stream. And that's the value that underlies my team's success in Canada. Um, we encourage every department people to think of other people's needs even before their own. And as we're seeing that happen, we're seeing um, engagement rise and we're seeing um, we're seeing the ability of our team to get stuff done even better and even faster because they're so aware mm -hmm. of what other departments are, are trying to accomplish and what they need to do their jobs. That's great. That's great. Um, and so words to live by for sure. Uh, values to live by, I should say. Um, Amazing. And so is there anything else that you wanted to add aside from the, the, the main, the, the focus on environment and as important as that is, there's something else about SodaStream, which a lot of us have come to know um, the, the company by. And it, it's, it, tell us a bit about focus on a diverse and inclusive workforce. Um, SodaStream is based in Israel. Mm -hmm. And we have now um, a huge manufacturing site in the south um, called Le Havim. And that plant is it's actually one of my happy places on the planet. It's a factory that employs 1800 people wow. um, and about half are, are Jews and about half are Arabs. Mm -hmm. um, and within that, you have groups of you know, people who will come from all around the world and all walks of life and different religions. Um, and what's incredible is to see this. Um, we call it an island of peace where you have Jews and Arabs working side by side with friendships, um, with with closeness that um, unfortunately you don't see that much in that region. Um, I was lucky enough to be there at the plant when we had the dedication of some prayer rooms. We dedicated um, a synagogue and four Muslim prayer rooms. And we had a joint ceremony um, where we, we sang and we, we danced and we had speeches by um, Daniel Burnham's father, who's, who's a rabbi and a local imam and the mayor of Rahat, which is a Bedouin town. Um, and I, I speak Hebrew. And so I, I turned around to talk to the women behind me. I think there was a woman who was Ethiopian, a woman who looked like she was Mizrahi, maybe from Morocco. I couldn't exactly tell you had um, women who were Arab. And I, I started to ask them what it's like to work at SodaStream. And just watching them together, I actually got so choked up. I had to pretend I couldn't speak Hebrew that well and <laughs> gather my thoughts. Um, and when I finally was able to articulate my question, um, they were so happy to tell me how much they enjoy working at SodaStream and the friendships that they'd formed there. Um, and that model of peace is something that, that politicians recognize you can't create um, th through a political process. Right. Um, it, it's something very organic and um, very, very precious. And, and to me, it's a huge sign of hope, uh, of optimism, that peace really can exist and peace can come to Israel and to the Middle East. That's beautiful. Um, absolutely. I agree. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a really... Uh, another meaningful part about SodaStream that uh, touches a lot of us. So uh, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for listening to In the Business of Change. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear other conversations with inspired social entrepreneurs and change makers working on challenges in their communities and across the globe. I'm your host, Elisa Birnbaum.